Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, this is Camel Call Live, and this is season two of our live show, and we want to thank our wonderful partners here at the County Seat for making this happen. They've got the best food in town, they have the best specials in town, they have the best entertainment in town, and of course, they have the best service in town. We are located in downtown Lillington, just six miles away from campus and Barker Lane Stadium, so make this your pre- and post-game spot whenever you are in town to see the Camels. We will be here every Monday night again this year through Thanksgiving from 6.30 to 7.30. And if you can't make it here, we are streaming live on GoCamels.com in the Varsity Sports app right now and each and every week. We also drop this live show on our Camel Call podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, and the Varsity Sports app. As the fall goes on, this show will mix in some of our other coaches, some of our other sports, some of our other student-athletes. But every Monday night through Thanksgiving and tonight, we have him for the entire show. We welcome the two-time national champion as a player at the University of Nebraska, an NFC champion in his decade-long career in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers, now beginning his 11th year as head coach of the Camels. He is Mike Minter. And his Camels open the season against fourth-ranked William & Mary this Thursday at 7 p.m. at Barker Lane Stadium. All right, Coach, Thursday, that's pretty darn close. We are 72 hours away from the start of the 2023 season. How excited are you about this season? Well, I, I think we're excited because we get an opportunity to um, join the CAA. And I think that's a, a, a really great um you know, conference to be a part of. So I think it's a really great challenge for us to grow to that place to um, be able to compete at that level. And um, so we're excited about that. You know, where where do we fit into this conference right now? Um, you know, where, where where is the talent of the team compared to <laughs> the talent of the CAA? Um, all those games, man, eight weeks of, of challenges week in and week out. If you coaching or you playing, you want to be able to compete at a high level. And I remember when I first got the job, that was the goal is to get to a conference that every week, man, it's a big thing. And so um, that's where we at now. So we're excited about that. That's a good point, Coach. You took over a team that was just in its sixth year of football period. They were FCS non-scholarship, which is something many people didn't know existed. It was a pioneer football league. You ushered them into the Big South Conference as a scholarship team and then into the CAA. Has to be a lot of pride with you, your coaches, and your program to be able to take the football team to this point. It, it really is. Uh, when, when Again, when I took the job, Chris, I think the biggest thing was building a brand. It really wasn't, to me, it wasn't about um, getting wins in the PFL or um, getting wins in the Big South. But when we came to the Big South, now the Big South has some good football teams, right? No so yep. um, then it started to weaken itself by other teams leaving the conference. And and so, you know, um, what, what about us is, is, is what we sat in there thinking. And um, – Think about it. The CAA had an opportunity to pick any team they wanted to pick, and they picked us. Yep. And so that says that the number one job was to get a brand where other conferences like the CAA want you part of that. And and 
Um, I know football had a lot to do with that. And, and, and so, you know, you got to be excited about it. You got to be proud of that, um, you know, that fact. And, and, and I tell people all the time, it's, it's about being in a great conference, then winning that conference, because now it's about those wins. And, and um, when you do that, that's when you become a brand that people respect. Another thing for your brand that you've talked about all along, and, and you have done it at different times, but boy, this year, when you talk about guys and playing pro football afterwards, you landed three in camp. Two are still in camp. Aaron Maddox, we'll talk about him a little bit later, but Julian Hill, your tight end, all conference, all everything, with the Miami Dolphins, Brevin Allen with the L.A. Chargers. These guys are playing and playing a lot. It's been so much fun during the preseason to watch your guys, guys that were playing just down the street in Barker Lane Stadium, suit up and play in the National Football League. No, absolutely, Chris. I, I think when you look at those two guys, those are guys that we recruited, um, guys that we brought in, um, you know, during those years of trying to build a brand. Um, and we and we really just, at that point, just selling dreams um, to to these young people. And, and, and they were willing to stick it through um, the whole time of their career and now they're in the National Football League with a chance to make a football team and a 53-man roster, I believe that's what it still is. Who knows? Um, <laughs> that, you know, that's when I was playing, yeah. um, Chris. So it might be a little bit bigger than that. But at the end of the day, you could have an opportunity to be one of the best of the best. And, and that's really, when you talk about a brand, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about how do you help young men create value for themselves after they're done playing with your program. And that's what Campbell football has been about. And that's what we're going to be about is that we're going to create value for these young people and we're going to give them opportunities to play at that next level. And, um, you know, and think about it. Three guys had an opportunity to um, be on a roster in, in training camp. And, um, man, that that's just huge. And, and, and we haven't even scratched the surface of – of how good we're going to be as a football program as far as dominating the football field. Julian and Brevin, of course, uh, you've been their only coach in college. What have you heard from them as they've gone through this experience, which they can get advice from you because you've been through 10 training camps before? Well, you know, I, I again, the, the program is set up to train these guys to be professionals before they become professionals. So it's not like um, it's one conversation or one phone call in training camp hey coach uh what what do you think about this or, or, or the, no i've been training these guys for five years for this moment and um and and that's why um they've been successful because they knew what the locker room was going to be like before they got in there um they knew how to handle themselves before they got on the football field in the national football league because that's how we run our program and and so, you know, I, I, I just get excited when they send me letters back or, or they text me and say, Coach, you spot on. Yep. You know, it, it, this is exactly um, what you told us it would be. And, um, and so they come back and tell the other guys. And I think that's really where it's at is when um, these guys get there, they say, guys, pay attention because what Coach is talking about is 100% correct and true. And um, just apply um, the principles that we talk about in our building. Just apply them, man, and you're going to be fine. It'll be so fun to see Julian and Brevin if they 
what they do this weekend. And also, too, I, I was going to bring back Aaron Maddox, who, who he played well uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. That was a team that, that really had a lot in their secondary there. But now, finally, with the XFL, with the, with the USFL, there are places for guys to not just play, but to play and try to get back up to the league. They know what they have to do now. So I'm excited about that as well, because I, I think we're really going to see a good guy like Aaron, other guys from your program, get into these programs. Oh, absolutely. Um, th this is just the tip of the iceberg of, of, of where we're going when you talk about professional sports and, and guys being able to develop to get to that level. Uh, we got five guys um, that's um, graduating after this season, that's that's going to be, you know, in camp, and and so th that roster is going to grow and grow and yep. grow each year, um, you know. So that part of our program is live, it's 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 um, it's producing and it's ready. Okay, that part of the program is ready to go, um, and now it's really about how do I develop this football team and my coaching staff to be that machine on the field and get some wins. And, and um, that's really what our focus is, is, is really trying to um, get to that level. And so we get a chance in 2023 to kind of figure out where we're at and, and, and how we stack up and, and all this talent we've been, um, you know, accumulating over the last two years. And, and um, let, let, let's see where we're at. Uh, let's talk about this talent. What is different for your team this year? And we're going to talk again about the second straight year of a number one FCS recruiting class. But you had over 20 FBS transfers come in. And not just guys from mid-major FBS schools. You had Power 5 transfers. I'm reading down the list here. These are all players that have made their way to Campbell. And we should see most of them this fall. Florida State, Penn State, Florida UCLA, Virginia Tech, Tennessee, NC State, guys who were three and four-star recruits in high school. What was the strategy? How did you go after these guys, and, and how did you get them? Well, the strategy was simple. Um, we had to change our roster because of going into this conference. You, you know, the roster we had last year could not compete at the level that I want to compete at um, in the CAA. And so the, the challenge in the first um, – deal that I wanted to, to go out of, but I said, okay, guys, I want to be um, one of the highest rated FCS programs in the portal. Okay. Um, yes, we're going to go get the high school number one ranking again. So that's, that's a thing. And then, um, you know, we, we're going to go get some transfer because we've never done that. We've got some, but we've never went and gotten 20. Right. So um, that, that took, that took a lot of um, effort by um, our, my coaching staff, you know, Coach Chip being the um, recruiting coordinator, taking over for Braxton um, Harris, uh, who got a head coaching job in, in Texas. And, and so, um, you know, Chip took over and, and you know, rallied the troops and, and what a great job by the coaching staff. So it's really them. It, these guys are going out and finding these relationships and, and um, being able to um, get the parents here. Because once we get the parents to campus, it's a done deal. Is like, it really? Absolutely. Is it really? It's about getting the parents here. Absolutely. Because they what they're going to find is they're going to find that this is real. Um, Campbell, that, because the thing is, people don't know about Campbell until they get here. And they say, oh, hold up. You guys doing all this? Yeah. In Bowie's Creek? We didn't know that. 
and and we want to be part of that because we're going to show you how we're going to help your son become great at whatever he needs to be great at. And um, parents love that. I mean, who wouldn't love that, right? So um, that's the deal. Get them to campus, and and we'll close the deal um, with the atmosphere of what we have, with the facilities of what we have, and with the love of my coaching staff um, and and myself to the kid. Um, that's what we're gonna sell. And 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 so, uh, Chris, that that was the challenge. That was the mission. And, and we accomplished that, um, you know, by going out and, and doing that. And so when you get a young man that's bouncing back from a power five, you know he's been through something. Yeah. Right? And and when you can show that young man, okay, I'm going to show you how to get out of that hole and then thrive, man, they're going to – they they ready to go. And, and, and that's how we did it. And, and we have fun, man. When you get here, you get part of the family, you're going to have fun with it. So – my challenge, Chris, was how do you take all that talent and make it a team? Because that's what wins. Talent doesn't win. Teams win. And so, the you know, since December, <laughs> January, we've been trying to build the team to become one as if they've been playing together for the last three or four years. And so we call them touches, man, where we just every week we have dinners every week. We have people over to houses and, you know, that type of thing, man, because we just really got to get to know each other and trust one another to be able to perform for one another. And so um, that's been a challenge, and, and that's what's been going on, and uh, we're still in that process. Um, but we'll get to see on Thursday night how, how well we've done that. Yeah, you also, as you mentioned, back-to-back -back number one freshman recruiting classes. That means – Nobody else did better than Campbell University when it came to FCS recruiting. Tell us about the crop of uh, of young guys you have. Um, you, you know what? They, they, they are so talented. Um, so you got a lot of three stars and you got some four stars. And so you see the talent that's in these young men. And um, the great thing is because of what, how we built the team in the portal and with our guys coming back, man, we don't need a lot of these great freshmen to play um, a significant role. So now they go on special teams. And so now your special team is really good because you got talented kids. Yeah, you got a couple of right. three stars and four stars running <laughs> right. down now. All right. So so you no longer have walk-ons that's running <laughs> yep, down yep. there. You got scholarship guys that's running down there that's very talented. And, they, you know, they get their feet wet without having to be a starter. Um, and, and that's where our roster is right now. It's a, it's the roster that that's really set up for, um, long-term success. And, and, um, man, we're looking forward to it. Man, and we're looking forward to a longer conversation. We got coach Minner here for the whole hour. When we come back, we will talk about the offense. We'll talk about the defense. And also we will, uh, give away a four pack of tickets to, the game coming up this Thursday at 7 o'clock. Campbell takes on number four ranked William & Mary. It'll be the season and CAA debut for the Camels. So if you are in the, uh, if you are in the audience tonight, please uh, get a ticket and we will draw for those seats coming up after the break. Thank you for joining us. This is Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington.
Oh, welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live with head coach Mike Minner. I'm Chris Amire. Campbell versus fourth ranked in the nation, the defending CAA champs, William and Mary. It's at home this Thursday at 7 p.m. And yes, we are all on top of the weather, and it looks like, thankfully, knock on wood, the tropical storm is going to go well to our south and we would love to have you come out for a lot of things it's a top five matchup that has never happened in the history of Campbell football we only have four home games this year not through any scheduling doing but going from the big south that didn't have a lot of conference teams to the CAA that did this is one transition year where we'll only have four home games season tickets still available remember this year kids 12 and under get in free GoCamels.com is your place for tickets or call 1-877-GO-HUMPS. Every time you come here and see this show live on Monday, head coach Mike Minner brings some goodies for us. You get a chance to win some great prizes. We have a lot of free posters and stickers and cups and stuff over there. But also, we are going to draw for a four-pack of tickets to the season opener. That comes with a parking pass, and we will draw right now. So get your tickets out as we will give away the four-pack of tickets, 626 626-199. 626-199. And we have a winner. It's a friend of the show. And um, thank you for coming out. And thank you for being here every Monday night. Tickets memorabilia, and more here at the county seat. We are with Campbell head coach Mike Minner in this last half hour. We're going to do a preview, and we will start with your offense. Coach, last year you promoted two offensive coordinators, someone on your staff, Anthony Whedon, and boy, was he special. You guys are one of the best offenses around in the FCS. What do you love about him and and in my eyes, he's gotten even better this year, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. You know what, Chris? It, it, it helps when you go get some great talent too, right? So this guy is, um, man, he gets how to operate in the moment. And I think as a coordinator, it really comes down to um, can you see the situations in, in the game and can you respond to those situations um, in a timely manner? And um, – as an offensive guy, it's really about can you get the ball to the playmakers so they can make plays for your offense. Um, we look at win first down. That That's very important. And and he understands how to win that first down. So it's five or, or plus yards to win that first down. And, and his offense is always threatening um, the defense. So the defense could never rest <laughs> because we are always pushing – um, the envelope um, against those guys. And, and, and he has, he, he understands um, how the defensive coordinator is thinking. And I think, um, you know, I, I, I kind of put people in, in three categories. Um, you, you have a, a guy who's a system guy, right? Like triple option or RPO or something like that, where you just get a system West coast offense and you just run that system. And then you have, um, you know, the guy that's an attacker. He understands the defense, and so he attacks the defense every every situation. And then you have what I call the innovator. And the innovator is, is, is a person who can 
attack, but he also has the imaginary vision to be able to create in the moment. And that's who he is. And, and that's why he's so special. I mean, it was a special year last year for your offense. I'm, I'm going to run down. These are the amount of points you scored through the last three months of the season. 48 against Central, 34 against Charleston Southern, 41 against Robert Morris. You scored 14 points against top 10 ranked Jackson State. Nobody scored that on Dion's old team last year. 38, 37, 35, 34, uh, winning that finale. Of course, it was a high-octane offense, and you got the man driving that high-octane offense back. I, I'm sad to say this will be his final year. We cannot find any more eligibility for him, but Haj Malik Williams – your electric quarterback is back in the driver's seat. Yes, he is. And um, when you have a great quarterback with that type of experience um, in the second year in this, this offensive um, system that we're running, he's just going to get, you know, better and better. And and now it's it's really about Hodge making everybody else better. We know he can play. Yeah. But when you're the quarterback, you got to make sure that everybody else can play. And the great quarterbacks make good players great players. And that's really what he's starting to do in training camp. And it, it's really, it's really special to see him operate and coach and teach um, these, you know, good players to become great players. Okay, guy, look, here go your spot. This is where I need you to get to, and um, I'm gonna demand you to get there. And and um, and the reason is not because for me, it's for you. And and that's really how he's been going about himself. And I think Coach Brown taking D Brown uh, from the running backs to the quarterbacks this um, season has been 100% a great move uh, by our offensive coordinator to do that. And, and um, the quarterback play of Haas Malik has went up because of coach Brown. He played quarterback as everybody know in, in um, high school, went to college and uh, decided to go to running back because, you know, guy named Donovan McNabb was playing quarterback. So, <laughs> yep. you know, I, I, yeah, I go play running back. and, and um, But he understands the mind of, of, of how a quarterback is supposed to think and how calm he's supposed to be to help everybody else grow. And that's what's been happening uh, with that uh, quarterback position. And, you know, by the way, he had a lot of competition. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, uh, Chad uh, Masco is, is a guy that – that you got to deal with. And he's a young freshman and, and um, he pushed Haas in, in spring ball and pushed him in training camp. And he made Haas take his game up to another level, um, which, you know, th that's scary when you think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have uh, a couple of anchors on your offensive line, one protecting the right one, protecting the blind side and Tyler McClellan, the all conference veteran, and Mike Edwards, who a lot of pro scouts have been in Bowie's Creek the last month to take a look at that big man. <laughs> well, uh, let me say both big men because, um, <laughs> you know, 6'8", six, 6'6", six, six, um, you know, guys are going to come see what you all about. And, and, and um, just, again, these guys have been around for a long time in the program, and they understand what Coach Mentor needs from them to – um, be able to perform at that level. And Coach and I, my offensive line coach, is, I believe, the best O-line coach in the country. He's great. Um, he really is. And, of course, he come from a great stock with his dad being the offensive coordinator now at NC State. And um, he was at Syracuse 
you know, last year. And, and um, so, you know, it's a family affair in the, in the Carolinas, yeah. right? And, and so we're excited about Birch um, being at center and, um, you know, Big Mike on the left and Big T on the right, um, Baraka being a UCLA transfer that's in the middle at, 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 um, at guard and Quincy um, Jenkins being in the other guard. Man, we're gonna be really yeah. good at the offensive really line. Really big too, man. Oh, uh, really big. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was looking the other day, Chris, and I said, "Man, boy, this this look like my Carolina Panther <laughs> days with these guys out there, man. Yeah, this, this is crazy. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it because it's a big matchup for them with number eight coming to town yeah. for for uh, William and Mary, number ninety nine coming to town. So, man, I can't wait to see it. I'm going to get my popcorn ready, and I'm just going to watch <laughs> that um, competition because that's going to be beautiful. Uh, we know better to know that you just don't watch on the sidelines uh, here in, in year 11. Okay, you, that, that's a big line. You got your quarterback, and you got a stable of running back, some familiar names. And Lamaje McDowell, you had told me, you said, hey, he's really worked on his body you won't recognize him. And when I went to practice for the first time, I did not recognize him. And then you see him. He was a powerful runner that knew what to do. But now he's got a little shake to him. He is sensational. He really is. And did a great job of getting his body fat down, um, getting into tip-top shape, um, being able to go for four quarters. Um, and, and I told him, you got to be the type of back that gets better and better as the game go on. And um, that's what he's he's worked on, and and man, it I, I can't wait to see him um, this season because I can tell you that DBs are not going to want to tackle this guy, and I know that for a fact because I I, I used to play DB, and if I <laughs> yeah. saw a running back like this running that hard, um, I wouldn't want to tackle him all game. So um, you know, them defensive backs they're gonna they, they're gonna. Um, be yelling at their D-line. If you don't get this big man off of me, uh, we're going to have some problems. And so, uh, man, we're looking forward to both running backs that we have, um, you know, um, and, and you know, knock Rodgers and, and, yeah. and really looking uh, for him to, um, you know, be just as good. <laughs> so yeah, He was sensational for you <laughs> last year as a freshman. <laughs> so it's going to be fun, Chris, to see um, that, that running back room. And then Chris McKay, um, kind of coming in as a third running back who who now been with the program for four years, and he's a solid running back that um, have worked on his body and got his body in shape. And so that running back room is is packed with a lot of good players. And and by the way, we got two freshmen that was three and four stars that uh, you know backing them up just in case. Yeah. Well, speaking of depth. You have had more depth at wide receiver this year than I have ever seen. You, you got guys people are going to know coming back. Easy Anderson, um, Jalen Kelsey, uh, Fitzgerald is coming back. Shaney Fitzgerald coming back. I mean, those guys, if you just had those guys, you'd be pretty good. But you have gone into the transfer portal that developed, and, and you have some guys that are going to be coming in. You have so many weapons at wide receiver. I've been here. This is my 13th season. Mm. I haven't seen anything close to this for the guys that you have to go out there and catch the ball. No, you're right, Chris. Um, we, we got a lot of speed. Um, we got a lot of uh, um, guys who can get open. Um, you know, Tyler, who played, um, you know, at the defending national champion, South Dakota State, um, is, is, is here. And this guy, Phil Kemp, man, he, 
He's he's the guy that can get open on anybody, right? And that's what we was missing. Uh, but but you know, twenty one. I, I just want everybody just to remember that number because you're going to see this young man who was a freshman last year who did not play. And I'm not going to say his name. I'm just going to say his um, jersey number. And because um, we call him Rocket right now. You remember Rocket Ishmael? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we call him Rocket. And that's why he's number 21. Pretty good. Yeah, he's a little big. Yeah. So <laughs> he's a pretty um, good player. Yes, he was. And, and so we 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 going to keep um, um, everybody guessing and watching who yeah. number 21 is. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, just a sensational and, and so excited to see what's going on um, with your offense. Okay, defense. Defense, you totally retooled the, the, the defense. You did another thing, much like you did with Coach Whedon. You promoted Patrick Miller. Patrick has been the guy that has been the fuel behind this amazing recruiting that you have been through. It's been a total team effort, all the coaching staff, but he's a guy that really came in with a philosophy and a way of doing things that have done it. You have promoted him to a co-defensive coordinator. Talk about what we'll see from him. And why did you make that decision? You know, Pat is, um, I think, 27, 28. You know, he's a, he's a young gun um, guy. But what he has is he has like a, a mind like a computer, okay? You put in information, this guy just gets it, and it's locked in, and then <laughs> he can spit it out at any moment, okay? And so that's who he is. <laughs> and we're going to play to that strength because he's going to understand um, – what the offense is trying to do, when they're trying to do it, and what formation they're trying to do it out of, and call the right defensive call to stop that. I mean, really, that's what a defense coordinator job is. And, and uh, in today's game, you need all the help you can get. And, and with him having that type of mind of being able to capture um, situations, uh, moments, and then be able to recall in the moment it's 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 unbelievable and so that's why i did it um the guy is you know he just has that type of mind now what i had to put around him is veteran coaches yeah guys who played the game guys who understand the nuggets of the game and so their job is to make sure that the player is connected to the moment and that's really the team that we have at this time um, with our defense, um, you, you, you got a brainiac that's that's calling the calls, and you got um, you know some veteran coaches that played the game at a high level um, that can connect the players to the moment and train them and get them ready to go. And that's what you're looking at um, as a defensive staff right now. A couple of familiar names on defense: C.J. Tillman, your your young leading tackler. He he is back. Monconia Gaffney, such a savvy veteran that has seemed to get better and stronger and better every year. And then you got a bunch of guys that uh, pick up a program when you come into Barker Lane Stadium because one, they're going to jump off the page at how big they are, how fast they are. Then you're going to have to look up their name. You retooled a lot of those transfers that we talked about from the FBS are going right into your defense and they're going to play on Thursday night. Yeah, Chris, last year, I remember um, Seddon coming home from the last game and, and I'm talking to our athletic director, um, Hannah Baysmore, and, and we said, there, I said, look, I got to go get a whole defensive line because what I have now cannot play 
in the CAA and be ready to go, right? I said, now it's gonna it's gonna look crazy because everybody that's on on this roster right now is gonna be gone, and and I gotta go get them. And we went and got you know ten of them, and these guys can play. I mean, these guys six four, you know, three hundred and twenty, you know, six five, three hundred, um, you know, six three, two eighty five, two ninety five. All these guys are here. And Coach Adams, our defensive line coach, um, have done a tremendous job of bringing these guys together. Um, and he knows how to do that. I mean, he's put guys in the league with Milhouse and, and Brevin Allen. And, and so how do you take this talent and put it together to make a great defensive line? Because you can't win games if you don't have a defensive line. And, um, and now this year we'll have one. And and we'll have a great rotation. So you got really nine guys who can who can play and can start anywhere in the country, and and they all on your team. So, um, you know that that's where where it started. And then we had to get some some length, and so we loaned everywhere. You know, um, George Wilson being a guy that's um, our outside linebacker. So I I, I wanted our guys to to, to be um, you know long out there and can run. And so George is going to, I promise you, he's going to be a name that everybody's going to know. Um, he's going to be back in that backfield, getting to the quarterback, and everybody's going to wonder, what happened? Who is this guy? <laughs> well, that's the guy from Florida State, right? Yeah. And, and, and uh, the reason why he come to us, you know, he couldn't put weight on. He's 210 pounds. Well, Florida State can't do nothing with that. Well, you come here with us, and we'll put that weight on you. <laughs> and, and we did, and now he's 225, 230, okay? And now everybody's going to want to, you know, call him back. <laughs> there is uh, so much to be excited about this year. Maybe the only thing, the opponent, William and Mary, the top four team in the nation. We're going to talk about that when we come back after the break on our final segment. We'll give you the breakdown of the defending champs in the CAA. That's coming up next. After this, you're listening to Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. We are here every Monday night from 6.30 to 7.30 with head coach Mike Minter. I'm Chris Amire. So new conferences here in the CAA, and that means uh, a lot of new things. One of them, though, is that all of our home video streams for football and all the other uh, sports that we have and all of our away CAA games will be switching to flow sports this year. Now, we have a special price for Campbell fans, but you have to use a special link. So on the website, GoCamels.com, you hit the watch link. You can go to the schedule. Anywhere you hit, um, it will bring you to this uh, special link, which uh, which makes it uh, reasonable around $12.99 uh, a month, $99 a year, and you get access to all that Flow Sports have, and that's where you're going to be all the uh, – games are as well as always again this year our uh, Lindell Suggs will bring you a live play-by-play of every home game on gocamels.com and the varsity sports app and of course uh, we'll be on the road with the team 
with the uh, free audio coverage as well. The first game, it is going to be sensational. The weather's going to cooperate. We're going to be playing Thursday night under the lights, 7 o'clock at Barker Lane Stadium. We have a special new tailgate zone out in front of the uh, out in front of the front gates. The Pepsi Tailgate Town will open at four, so there'll be a lot of fun once the rain flows away for the big game. As Campbell takes on William and Mary, this is a team that's the defending champions in the CAA. They are ranked as high as three in the nation in some polls. They won a couple of playoff games last year. William and Mary is tough, but coach, you saw them last year. It was a non-conference game last year. Campbell lost on the road by 16, but I tell everybody who wasn't at or didn't pay attention to that game, your quarterback, who is sensational, never turns the ball over. He turned the ball over three times, and you still were in the game. If Haj Malik Williams plays like he normally does, and again, he was playing a, a, a tough defense, but if he plays like he normally does, that's a much, much closer game. You, you know, um, Chris, I mean, they, they are ranked number three, number four, number five, wherever you look um, for a reason. Um, these guys are, are very well coached. Um, and, and again, man, I, I hope people understand that I don't just say these things because it's coach speak and talk, right? These guys are, are, are really good. Um, they solid everywhere. They, they don't have a weakness anywhere on that football team. And so coach London has done a great job of building that team up to, you know, play at a level that can win a championship. And, um, and I'm talking about a national championship, not the CAA championship. And so these guys are, are, are you know, they ready. You know, they, you think about it, man. They, they two games away from, from um, the national championship game. So they thinking about that. They like, you know what, guys, we really that close. Let's put it together again. And they got their whole, you know, their whole team coming back, really. And, um, and so it's, it's, it's going to be a tough outing. Uh, but we're looking forward to it, right? Like you said last year, we got a chance to see them, and and we played against them, and and so this is not um, just me watching film. Um, we know them; they know us, and and um, so we're looking forward to the to the challenge of um, having them come to us on a Thursday night, opposed to uh, going up um, up there and playing them at their home spot. And um, so, man, we're looking forward to it, man. It, it's it's not going to be an easy game. Um, but it, it's going to be a game that's going to show the world uh, really what Campbell is all about. You've been talking about how tough the CAA was, but, you know, last year still in the Big South. People kind of pay attention, but they don't. But this summer when the polls came out, and depending on what poll you looked at, there were five or six or seven teams in the CAA that were in the top 25. You start with number four, William & Mary, but also at home, you'll be taking on 22nd ranked Delaware. You go on the road to 18th ranked Richmond. That's what it is. You, you, you say the, the, the SEC of FCS and some people laugh, but I said, no, no, no. Listen, it, it's like that because every time you go and play a conference game, you're going to play a good team, number one, but you're most likely going to play a, uh, a team in the top 25 who has won a national championship. And, and that's what it is in this year. Is, is no different. Right, and that's what the SEC is. And so um, for FBS football, it's it's every week you got to come um, ready to play other than when you play Vanderbilt. 
Um, and in this league, you don't have none. Of, you don't have none of those guys. Um, every single group can beat you and win the game um, in the CAA, and that's what makes it fun, man. I mean, who who wants to be in a conference that um, you know you got one or two great football teams, and that's about it? Um, you want to be in a conference, man, where fifteen football teams can play football, and you get a chance to play eight of them week in and week out. That's that's what it's all about, and that's the competitive nature that that all of us have and and um man what better way of of um being able to test yourself than being in a conference like that to um you know help you um you know get better and so we we looking forward to it like you said man we're playing a whole lot of teams that um that's in that top 25 but they're not in the top 25 they were getting votes for the top 25 like your elons of the world um, and then you got your non-conference, man. We got Central, and he they in the top twenty-five. So this is a this is a tough schedule, but I wouldn't have had it no different yeah. coming into the CAA as the ability to play all these great football teams. Because you were coming into the CAA, had to play so many conference games. That's why there's only four conference games this year. It'll be this Thursday against fourth-ranked William and Mary. September twenty-third against Elon. Homecoming is October twenty-first against Maine. If you didn't know Maine had a football team, they had a football team, and they before COVID hit, they were pretty darn good. They were in the top 20 as well. And then you win the year against 22nd-ranked Delaware on November 11th. Only four home games. How important is it going to be, that home games, to have the, the crowd and the, and the Camel Nation behind you? Well, I think, Chris, the, the biggest thing is that we got to give um, this crowd something to want to come see, right? So um, you, you're going to have some role games that, um, that you get an opportunity to um, show what you can do and then you come back home. And if you go on the road and you play the Citadel and then you play Monmouth and, and you play well, you come back to Elon, everybody want to come see you, right? And, and that's really the, the magic of being able to have road games in between these home games is you get a chance to go on the road um, and have some success and then come back to a packed house and and so it's going to be very important that, um, you know, we give them something to want to come see, and then um, they're going to come see it. Because it, this crowd, the, the fans of, of Camel Nation, they love it. I saw it with the baseball team, man. Come on. I mean, it, our baseball team was was um, killing it again. Um, you know, you got to take your hat off again to Coach Hare and, and what he's doing with the baseball team. and. And um, I saw the excitement around that, you know, and I want some of that, right? I saw the excitement around our softball team and, and our soccer teams and, and our volleyball team. Man, I think we won, what, nine championships leaving the Big South. So, yep. hey, man, look, Chris, you win, they come. <laughs> so that's what, that's what we're trying to do right now. Well, and it'll be a, a whole lot of fun as uh, Campbell will take on fourth-ranked William & Mary, Coming up this Thursday at 7 o'clock. Remember, new this year, Pepsi Tailgate Town. We will have food. We will have inflatables. We will have live music. We will have lots of tables from, uh, from those in our community. It's going to be a lot of fun for the big kids and the little kids. It's absolutely free, and it's uh, three hours before the start of every game this year. Just four home games so Pepsi Tailgate Town will open at 4 o'clock. Right before that, something new that's happening as well. 
about three hours and 15 minutes before every game, you do what's called the camel walk. And tell us about that camel walk that'll take uh, your guys from the center of campus through the tunnel and, and really right into the gates through tailgate town. I got to give marketing um, you and everybody else, you know, some kudos, man, because you guys, I, we, we had a meeting. I said, look, we, we got to create an atmosphere that is different on game day than it is on practice day because we practice at the same place we play. And um, that's all I said. And, and you guys created um, the camel walk. You created the Pe um, Pepsi um, tour out there, jumping around and, and the band and the cheerleaders. And, and um, when the kids come from eating pregame meal and we had a camel walk, Oh, they're going to know it's football yep. game. Yep, the cheerleaders, man. the oh, band's yes. going to be there. Man, Chris, come on, man. I, I mean, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I know what's happening. So, <laughs> so yeah, well thank, well, well, thank you, Coach. A lot of people have worked really hard, and we, we can't wait to open up against the fourth-ranked team in the country. Again, folks, there has never been a team this high in the standings that have come to, to uh, Bowie's Creek. So, so please come on down. Uh, one of four home games. Season tickets are still available and of course, kids 12 and under are free. Go to gocamels.com, 1877-GO-HUMPS. And your Campbell Fighting Camels begin the season finally this Thursday at 7 o'clock. For Campbell Head Coach Mike Minter, I'm Chris Shamire. Next week, we'll be back same time, same place. We'll have offensive coordinator Anthony Whedon with us. And we will have Greg Gorl from Campbell Volleyball here as well. So join us next week at 6.30. Until then, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening. This has been Camel Call Live.